I don't know why he does that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, this is another episode of Shy versus Smiles. Smiles. I'm Shad. Shad. And uh, that weird voice that you hear is Smiles. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's still hype off. Um, we recorded prior to this. You're not, probably gonna hear this afterwards. I don't know, but yeah. Time. <laughs> travel. Time travel. Futures. <laughs> past. Everything's present. This Negro is uh he he's gonna be an animated character in twenty twenty, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> We're gonna like show up and he's gonna be like a cartoon character. I'm like, Josh, <laughs> you're a human being with flesh and bone, now you're like made out of <laughs> crayons and whatnot. Crayons and markers <laughs> and paint. All right, so I do want to create my own comic book one day. You should, like I said, I, the, the stories you tell me, you should put that in something because <laughs> it is. It, you had look if it didn't come out of his mouth, you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> so go ahead, do the AKs. Give him a quick AK, real quick. Okay, it's your boy Smiles, aka the Hip Hop Adam Schefter, aka Doctor Man. What's happening in? Shout out to uh, Watchmen. Yeah. On Home Box Office. HBO. Yay. Then I got my man Shot in the building. Um, of course. AKA Thanks. the mayor of Oak Cliff. Actual factuals. Yeah. AKA Shot in the Visky. Shot 41. Yeah. So, speaking of that, Slam asked on, I believe, social media, period. Um, what would be the Mount Rushmore for this decade? Yep. So, do you have the list of uh, all ten people, or you want me to pull it up? Uh, let me see. I'm gonna go to your tweet that you sent to me. I don't think I sent it to you. Uh, boom! Found it. All right. So, you know how many people come on Mount Rushmore, right? Just want to make sure we got this clear before. Before I give my four, I told you I'm going to name the six guys. Talk about the six guys I didn't put. Okay. So, you want to go first? I'll let you go first. Oh, yeah. I was like, because I told you, was like, we, we, we might have the same four. I don't know. I but, told uh, you but, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, for those that don't know, on Mount Rushmore, there's four faces. So, it's only four people. We had ten choices. So, uh, those ten choices my four were Kobe, Bean, Black Mama Bryant. Okay. Dirk, Nowitzki. Yes, sir. Steph Curry. All right. Shout Wardell. All right. And, of course, you know, I had to add my guy. Kawhi Leonard? No. Uh, that one that guy no go ahead go ahead go ahead tell the people the king himself lebron there's a king on here james Hmm. the first there's a king on here Hmm. lebron james senior okay Hmm. i would put Bronny in this place but you know that's me (laughs) (laughs) that that kid's phenomenal but no i'm on a serious note that's a pretty good list. But, yeah, just a recap. LeBron, Dirk, Steph, Kobe. That's my four. Ours is almost the same, but there is one. It's just one off from being exactly the same. 
And that's the guy I'm going to start with. Wardell Stephen Curry. Of course, he's a phenomenal shooter. The Warriors dynasty with him, Clay, KD, Andre Iguodala. Yeah. But it, but he's not on my Mount Rushmore. Great run, great shooter. But nah. Russell Westbrook. <sighs> The most explosive guy. Like, I wasn't even a fan at first. But one day I was at, like, a Mavs game against the Thunder. I want to say this was probably about four or five seasons ago. And he was just going off. He was, boom, <laughs> going to the hole. Boom, shooting threes. I was like, this guy's amazing. And I was like, I'm a fan. But, again, not enough to get on my mind. Rushmore. Okay, okay. That's too off. James... Harden, the beard. Okay, the beard. Okay. Again, if he got over that hump in the playoffs, maybe. I'm a, you know, I'm wearing, well, I'm wearing Nikes right now, but I'm a team. I, I love Adidas. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I have a pair of his shoes at the crib. Like I said, the offense is good, but the defense is, ugh. There is none. <laughs> there is none. <laughs> Olay, Olay defense, if you uh-huh. want if you want to get real with it. Um who else? Dwayne Wade. Okay. A lot of people are going to sit here and think, oh, it's personal because of 2006 and 2011. But actually, he had a great career, but he got hurt a lot. Yeah. Moved around a few times. At Moved the end. around a few times, especially at the end. His retirement yeah. tour was pretty crazy. So, again, didn't make my list. Um, Kawhi Leonard, all around <laughs> great player. Oh, snaps. But. This is pretty much at the end of the decade. Like, I mean, yeah, not to discount just not. the Spurs run, but he's just not getting his shine. So, unfortunately, he didn't make it on my Mount Rushmore. Carmelo Anthony. Oh, darn it. I was going to be like, damn, he's going to juice Carmelo. Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, it's <laughs> – see, you don't want to say something else about Carmelo. But really what it is is that if he focused more on the game, and not that check he get at the end of the season, yep. and it was just all offense, he would make my Mount Rushmore because I'm going to say something I've never said out loud. I've only said it in my house and a few people that I talk sports with, which is like y'all, <laughs> is if he applied himself to the game as well as he shoots, Hubie, he, would definitely, he, he definitely would have had a ring by now, especially like in Denver. Oh, my God. Yeah, cause uh, who was it? Uh, Billups. I heard Billups say like how when they played together, he'd ha- he'd go he'd have a great night and be telling and they'd lose and he'd be like yeah God, yeah he'd be happy but then he'd score like fifteen twenty points and they'd lose and he'd be like super sour puss. So I was like yo if you were more worried about the team and so I mean like, yeah he's a scoring leader statin statin. Uh, patting your stats and all that. You yeah, know? he pat. Yeah, he <laughs> just pats his stat and says, like he pretty much. He just did it to um, Portland. Mm-hmm. He said, "Look at me, shoot all these threes. Now give me uh, eight figures." Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like what? You can't do that. And it, but that's how Carmelo rose. It's all about that bag and basically having those Hall of Fame numbers, which he will go into the Hall yeah. of Fame just based on statistics. That's wise. Yeah. So. The moment you've all been waiting for. I was like, yep, there's only one one name left. 
Don't know. No, I went through everybody. That's what I'm saying. So we all know. These are the four. Dirk, of course. And I know a lot of people are gonna be like, "Oh, well, you're acting like such a homer." I was like, if you break down this man's whole career, that literally just ended what eight months ago. He has broken a lot of records. <laughs> yeah, the All Star appearances, everything. Like to start how he started in 1998 to to now, and then winning that championship in 2011. You look mm-hmm. at the teams that he beat and the people that he beat, which are also future Hall of Famers as well as he. Yep. You can't deny that Dirk pretty much ruled during this decade. His retirement tour was even pretty good. He like is top ten in scoring now through this decade. So of course I had to put him on there. Kobe Bean Bryant again through the last. 1920 years, probably the greatest to ever do it. Again, I mean, I think their last championship was 2010. But Mamba, before he went down with the Achilles, was dominating still at a high level at his age. I was going to save him last, but I'll go ahead and talk about him now. As much trash as I talk about LeBron James, there's one thing no one can ever say that I've ever said about LeBron, that he's trash. I've never said that because I'd be lying. I'd be lying. I mean, that, that's cap to the 10th, 12th degree. If I ever just sat there, I'm like, man, that fool suck. He's sorry. Nah. LeBron is probably one of the greatest basketball players in this century. Wow. Oh, my God. Shut up. <laughs> I want to cry. Shut up. Actually, he's oh. But do I enjoy watching them? Do I enjoy watching them? Not really. He's not. He's just not my cup of tea. Like, like I said, I like everything. Well, like Josh gets on me because that's why he's like smiling right now because he's like uninterrupted. The shop, uh, the I Promise School. I love all that stuff. And like I said, I like his kids. I like, yeah, I, I like Bronny, Bryce, <laughs> even Zuri. I like, even Zuri. I like the, I like, I like the daughter. You know, you know, Taco Tuesday. Even though he tried to copyright that, and I'm like, that was like a douche move. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, I kind of like pissed me off right there. I was like, why would you take something as sacred as Taco Tuesday and try to copyright it? I'm like, yeah, you got enough money, bad enough. You, hey, you, have you noticed you haven't heard about Space Jam Two anymore? I hope it's been nixed. Anyway, <laughs> hope that doesn't come out because that, that's gonna be doo doo. But the last on my list is Kevin Wayne Durant. You can hate him, call him a cupcake, but that man has been like a scoring leader multiple times. Yep. Probably one of the best all-around players I've seen in a long time. Um, he gave Chris Stapps, one of my new favorite Mavericks, mm-hmm. his nickname, The Unicorn. Uh, the best seven footer I've seen because now it is official. Kevin Durant is not six nine; he is seven foot tall. Probably one of these. I want to say the second best seven foot shooter I've seen in my life, and everybody knows who the first one is. Yep, definitely a good old Dirk Warner. You know, who's one of his inspirations? That who's one in? of his inspirations? Yep. So you break that down. That's my um, for it. And like I said again. Look at the Warriors now in 2019, 2020. 
without Kevin Durant. I know Kevin Durant's hurt and he's um, in Brooklyn, but even if like he was still there, he they would be a better team than they are now. I believe what they're like six and something, mm-hmm. or seven and yeah, seven and twenty-four, six and twenty-four, something like that. So again, Kevin Durant is a factor that he makes your team better. Yeah. So again, that's my for again. I would have said Kawhi right there, but Kawhi did it one year. <laughs> that was one year. That was it. So that's my list, and that's my explanation of all the people that I didn't get, that I didn't put on there. So what's the next thing you want to talk about? Oh, well, real quick, I want to explain why I like dirt. Oh, oh you want to explain yours? You it's, just went through yours. I, I know, but it, was, it, was, it was really more like, cause, like watching the games, but – the very first time I went to go see him play, uh, it was Kobe's last year. Uh, I went to the Mavericks and Lakers game with my mom. Okay. Yep. I uh, went, went to that game with my mom when she came down. Our number one fan. Yep. I appreciate you. Uh, he's just wa- watching that game and, like, him shooting the threes. And I was just, just seeing it in person. I was just like, yo, this dude is really, like, amazing. Like, seeing it in person, I was just like, yo. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> I've been telling you that since I met you, dog. <laughs> Probably one of the most phenomenal things you ever gonna see. Y'all, you talking about what about LeBron? Nah, <laughs> but no, but for, but for real, uh, it really just like I was. That's when I really noticed how he revolutionized the power forward, the stretch four. I was because it really made. I was like, yo, none of these power forwards were shooting threes before Dirk. <laughs> I was like, he. he I was like, because I don't. I don't think he gets enough credit for the fact that. He's really the one that revolutionized that position as a stretch four. You talking about you was about to cry when I talked about LeBron. Oh, <laughs> y'all don't understand. Like I tell people that sometimes Kirk Franklin, something about the name Jesus, used to play in my mind when I would see that man shoot. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a spiritual something about the name Jesus. He is the sweetest <laughs> name. Something about I the name know. Dirk. I'm like, something about the name Dirk. I'd be crying in the arena. <laughs> I'm like, oh God, it's beautiful. Mm. Like, I, I mean, probably the best execute. Like, well, no, now it's starting to become the second because I don't know this this Luca guy. <sighs> I've been at games. Losing my mind. <laughs> I'm like, this This kid's crazy. But, again, we're not talking about 2020s. We're talking about 2010 and through 2019. But I didn't think after Dirk we was going to get this. So. Yeah. That young boy's a bad boy. Close so. to signing the Jordan brand and all that. Oh, no. he No, it's it's, it's a done deal. JB. Yeah, look at – LD and JB is going down. LD and JB. But yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and gush about LeBron for a few minutes. Oh, I mean, there's no really much you can really say more than, you know, he's the king. He's the best. Like, really, just all jokes aside, when I came up with my list, one, I just said, like, dirt because of, like, seeing him do the stretch four and all that. Kobe, I, I like, Kobe's really, like, the guy that, this generation, like not just this generation, but like LeBron's generation of players, like they all looked up to Kobe, and I was like, hey, he's the inspiration for all the players that are like beasting right now. Steph, I chose Steph because 
everybody wants to shoot threes now just because of Steph shooting threes really mainly like me I'm more of a defense type of person I, I like the the big man but you know Steph has revolutionized a lot of these players to shooting threes and all that and LeBron just because now this new generation of players that's coming up these like rookies and sophomores a lot of them are like hey I was in high school middle school watching LeBron like LeBron's like the reason I play now so it's just like yo those four guys to me are just like they help make up what the NBA is like today on a good decade and for a good solid decade you're right i like i like your explanations again like i said um on every episode this is just normal conversations that we may have on the phone randomly so now we're just presenting it to you guys as actual work and art so yeah all right let's get I like Josh's explanation because he will tell you straight up he does not watch sports like that. But I'm like, dude, you talk to me about football and everything else. I'm like, you don't really watch sports like that? And he just eloquently explained why he picked those four guys. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah, I can pull, I pull it out every, every now and then. Every now and then. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, really it's just like, hey, LeBron's the best, LeBron's the best, LeBron's the best. And, and that's all he else. ever tells me. And I'm like, ugh. You're like, <laughs> He's like, but I just asked you about the Raptors – and Bucks game, <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, Giannis, I'm like uh, Giannis <laughs> played in that game. What about him? <laughs> like I don't know. LeBron's the best, <laughs> but LeBron doesn't play for either one of those teams. He doesn't play. He definitely doesn't play for uh, Milwaukee. I know. I know Giannis would uh, love that. <laughs> you love to help, but uh, yeah. So can you tell me what Punch's culture shifting album list was? Yeah. So. Talking about, you know, the top ten of sports. Here's Punch from TDE. If y'all don't know uh, Punch from TDE, he's like the second in command, you know, top dog of top dog. It's the main, but Punch is a you know, dope lyrical rapper himself. Um, he came up with a list the other day on Instagram that he posted of ten albums that he said were the culture-shifting albums of the last ten years. All right. You, hear me? you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Of course, we had to start off with his guy, Kendrick Lamar. Which one? Two Pimple Butterfly. Okay. And then we went on to Control from SZA. Okay. Then we went to Jay Z with Four Four Four. Yeah, keep that, going. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> uh, Kanye West, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Okay. Then we went back to Kendrick Lamar with Good Kid, Mad City. Okay. Frank Ocean with Channel Orange. Okay. Then we went on to Beyonce with Lemonade. Yeah. And then we went on to, uh, to 25. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then uh, Anti. Okay. And then Migos with Coach. Okay. Mm. Two of those. How, how do you feel about the list? Didn't like. Let me see it uh, before I totally like <laughs> shred his hope. Before I totally destroy this. Um, four, four, four. Yeah. No. Yeah, I don't think it was culture shifting. I don't think it was culture shifting. It was just pretty much to. It's pretty much a reaction uh, to, to eliminate uh, to eliminate. Yeah. Which is on the list, which makes sense. I mean, 
But I, I did think... have fun at the On the Run 2 tour. It was pretty nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, had, I had a ball. Uh, and, no, I actually went to the 444 tour and On the Run 2. I'm broke, baby. I ain't got no money. Um, <laughs> make sure I say that. Um, the rest of the list, 25. If I'm thinking correct, Adele. Yeah. Yes. Well, all of Adele's albums to me are like culture shifting. There hasn't been a bad one to me yet. Maybe maybe that's me. But when you guys hear my like albums of the decade, you're going to be like. To me, actually, tw- well, me personally for Adele, 25 is actually the weakest one to me. Yeah, that was the weakest one. I think, but I think it's because like I loved twenty one. I'm like twenty one was great and eighteen was pretty good. Yeah, but yeah, all three of them I liked. Yeah, they're all really good. Wasn't it? I just I think it's because I just love twenty one just so much. Twenty one. <sighs> I want to I want to look up the playlist for twenty one because I don't I don't like sound like a doofish when I'm talking about stuff. <laughs> 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 so let me make sure. But I, I believe it had my favorite song on there. But yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, I didn't agree with yeah, the four four four. Yeah, yeah, it is. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think that was culture. And then nineteen shifting. had um, chasing pavement and hometown glory, which are two of my favorite songs. Yeah, chasing pavement. Oh, I love that song. Yeah, so nineteen and <laughs> twenty one and twenty five. Yeah, I was a fan. I wonder if she's gonna do that with the next album. Is she gonna do that? Oh man. Yeah, we haven't got we have I don't believe we got the divorce called, album. Is it gonna be called thirty? No. We haven't got the divorce album yet. We 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 still waiting on that divorce album, Adele. Hurry up. Good. <laughs> that, that's another big age. Like yeah, nineteen yeah. twenty twenty I would say like the thir- thirty. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I want my thirty divorce <laughs> album. Hurry up. Hurry up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> isn't she like dating a rapper now? I heard she was dating yeah, a rapper. Yeah, she was dating a rapper. I was like, wow. Go with Dale. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Adele said, yeah, I can't date no normal cat no more. I need a rapper. I need a little excitement in my life. Go ahead. Go ahead. Give it a look, as long as it gives us good content. Because we want another album. I'm anticipating that, Adele. So, yeah, on that list, uh, like I said, 444 is just a, like, retaliation album. Not, not really, a response album. Yeah, rather. to eliminate. To eliminate. So, mm. yeah. Like, like I said, uh, I like. I, I feel like Jay's had de- definitely has had more culture shifting albums than. I'm like, but Mac, but but like I said, I don't want to talk about because you told me not to tell you my list yet, so I can't talk about the actual album that was culture shifting that he had. But yeah, it's not four four four. But we'll 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 save it for after this next list. Okay, go ahead. Our top five artists of the decade list. Run them off. All right. So for me. When I uh, thought about it, I told you uh, it was actually real easy for me when we were talking about making this list. So, first off, Arby Drake Graham. Of course. Jermaine J. Cole. Of course. Kendrick Lamar. Of course. Nicki Minaj. Mm, okay. Migos. Okay, yeah. And then I had an honorable mention I put down as Childish Gambino. Yeah. Oh, wow. I like so, that list. So yeah, that, that's my five, six I'm uh, going with that. artists of the last decade. I feel like have done great things. I like that list. I can't. Psh, wow, I can't disagree with that list. I want to say somebody. <laughs> like, uh, I want to say something, but no. I'll, only person I would add, honorable mention, even though he went away for a minute, but it was still a great 
decade for him was Meek Mill. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a great look. Dang. <laughs> I, Told you, I was like, I was like, I was like, we Dang, I was like, I was like, I was like, oh, this is easy. Let me tell. Okay, I'm gonna give a backstory of this. That's why I'm sitting there like flabbergasted. We talked about this last night. <laughs> <laughs> we just talked about this last night, and I'm sitting there like, he was like, man, I don't think I could do it. I was like, bro, I think you got a good list. And then before we got the phone, I was like, oh yeah, I got yeah. My list. He was like, I got like two of them right now, and I was like, all right, bet. So I was like, I can't wait to hear him tomorrow. Now I'm sitting there like, wow. Minus like the not not having Meek on there, I was like. Yeah, this is I can't agree with that. And again, Cardi B. Mm-hmm. And Cardi B, that's another honorable mention I would add. But yeah, the rest of them, wow. These, yeah, they definitely shifted the culture. Especially, they made this decade memorable. Especially yeah. for me, personally, Childish Gambino and Drake. Um, Meek. Yeah. That's why I say he was in my honorable mention, for sure. <clears throat> Gave us great music all around. So yeah, dang man. <laughs> He's wow, a that's a great list. That's a great man. Kudos to you, man. Wow. <laughs> I don't even know where I want to go after this. Where are we going after this? Like, what? Is, <laughs> he said, what's the uh, next thing we talking about, man? Dang. I guess you know. <laughs> so. Uh, dang. Wow. So we said we we're gonna. That was uh, a strong list. Yeah. Like I wish I was gassing you up right now. That's a strong list. Wow. Cause every single hit, when, every time you name the name, a hit came out. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. dang." Yep. Joshua, my boy, you did good. <laughs> <laughs> wow, dang, that's a dope list. And if you debate this list, I wanted, to, I wanted. To I need y'all to tell us who was missing. Yeah, what it like, and what did they do? Yeah, who would you take off? To, yeah, to who would them? you take off, or who would you replace? Who would be in your honorable mentions? Let us know, cause man, he named some heavy hitters. Like they went from, like we're talking about, like late two thousands, but once they came to the twenty tens, dominated. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, I'm. Like, if you look at me right now, I'm sitting there like, I don't know where to go after this. Because <laughs> I want to break down all I want to break down all of them, but I'm like, man, we'd be here all day. So, okay. So, what's the next one? All right. <sighs> Get to the, the main course with everybody been waiting <sighs> for. Drizzy. Like, you got me, man. I'm, I'm going to split them in half. We can go with my top 10 albums of 2019. Which is you. Yep. And then I'm going to go to my top 10 honorable mentions. Okay. So, my top... There's no specific order, people. I'm going to say this again. No specific order. But here are my top 10 albums of 2019. Let's get it. If y'all heard, y'all heard the uh, episode, we, uh, we were talking about how we listened to Purple Haze 2 on the, on the way in. But uh, shout out to my man Jim Jones with El Capo. That was a good album. Yes. He about to blow me away with another list. I'm Jim, already, I'm already. Jim, come on, Jim Jones and Heatmakers. They got that that El Capo. That was that was a fire that, album. That had me oh, feeling like man. I was in high school and college again. I was like, whew. same way Purple Haze <laughs> made us feel in a bit. Yeah, I was like, I was like, Jones did it again, and he's talking about dropping again at the top of the year. Can't wait. <laughs> all right, all right. Go to the next one. Go to the next one. I'm, I'm man. Look, local Dallas artist, our guy Jay Rose, Oak Cliff University. Yeah, I found yeah. that around listening yeah. to that. It's yeah. pretty good. He just dropped it on streaming sites, but I've been bumping it all year long because 
he had the uh the pay the pay for uh the album. So like I've been bumping it all year long. So shout out to my man Jay Rose of Oak Cliff University. Uh of course my guy with Wow. That's, That's crazy. crazy. From Wale Falarin, aka Chango Falarin off of American Gods. I like that. Yeah, you know. Okay. Uh another guy that we talked about, you know, he liked to <clears throat> you know, before he get on stage sometimes. My man Chris Brown with <laughs> Indigo. The Randy Orton and Michael Irvin of the uh, R&B game. Yeah. The Bobby B, the original Bobby B. Yeah. <laughs> the new Bobby B. Yeah, the, the new, new Brown. <laughs> the new Brown. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Chris Brown with Indigo. I love that. It was way more digestible than that last album. It Which seemed, was like 100 tracks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, even though this one was probably like 25. It's but still, it was still bumping. Yeah, it was still bumping all the way through. Like the Emerald one with Juvenile and Juicy J is like, my track, I love that song. Um, another R&B one, Sir, with Chasing Summer. Shout out to the TDE camp. That was pretty good. Rhapsody, with Eve. Ooh, yes. yeah. Yep. She's one of my favorite female MCs. I think I told you that, and yep. her, and No Name. Yep. So yeah, okay, I liked it. YBN Corday, with yeah. The Lost Boy. I like that young boy surprised me. I liked. His promotion of the album because I think he did a, a sneaker shopping episode and he promoted it. Wow! And he did a few other things and I was like, I've heard all of them because I think I've had them on a few of our playlists and stuff too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, his album was pretty solid. I was amazed because it you listen to them as a group, it's always the same thing. But when you listen to them by himself, it was different. Yeah. I, like, I appreciate that. Yeah, that's what I was like. I was like, I was like him solo. I was like, yeah, he really su- surprised me. It was like, it's great. The little dude is talented. I can't wait to see what he does. Okay, next up, Big Crit. Crit was here. Then I got uh, my guy, the baby, with Kirk. Kirk, which is probably an album I've been blasting ever since it came out. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the in my top ten albums of 2019, Emotional Oranges. I kind of cheated here with the EPs, The Juice Volume 1 and Volume 2. But you put me on to that, and I have to say those are pretty good albums. Yep. Now. You ready for my honorable mentions? Okay. You're going to love this first one. We're going we gonna to see about these honorable mentions because I'm gonna be like, it's probably going to be something that I haven't thought about right now. And I'm like, that should have been on the actual top 10 list. But go ahead. You're going to love this first one. Which one? E40, Practice Make Paper. That was a great album. Mm-hmm. I remember, cause I remember that, that first day it dropped. I listened to it twice the first day. <laughs> and I told you, I was like, yo, 40 back. <laughs> yeah, because... <laughs> Cause I, Cause I remember I recorded Lowe's podcast that day. I was like, I was like, bro, I was like, even though it's like 18 tracks, I've listened to, I've literally listened to it twice today. He was like, what? I was like, that's how much I loved it after hearing the first Man, time. I ran, I ran it right back. <laughs> I've never listened to an album that was that long, <laughs> a second time in the same day. Yeah, that, yeah. I finished it up. I was like, yo, run this back. <laughs> that had some bangers on it too. Yep. Next up, our guy T Pain with One Up. Shout out to mm. um, NBA 2K20 for having, um, was that, Go Talk on there? Yep. With him and Wayne? Yeah, him and Wayne. So then after that, I was like, I got to listen to the whole thing. So, wow, it was phenomenal. Tyler, the creator, Igor. Yes. Yep. Oh, uh, that should have been in your top ten, but, hey, that's me. Yeah. That's I, I, I knew that when people, when people hear that, they would be like, what? Why didn't I? I was like, I liked it. I loved it, but it wasn't one I like, like listened to over and over again throughout the year. But I loved it the first few times I heard it. Yeah. Uh, next up, Ed Sheeran with the Collaborations Project. 
I, I really like that one. I did too. Um, a lot of you know, you're one of the few of my friends that listen to it. They listen to Ed Sheeran. Um, surprising my little brother, <laughs> listen to Ed Sheeran. I was never really a big fan. Like I would hear his songs, I'm like, oh, they're pretty cool. But yeah, I listen to collaborations. They that made me go back and see what I was missing. Pretty good artist. I give him that. Yeah. Yep. Dreamville with Revenge of the Dreamers three, which we're still waiting best. for the deluxe edition. Yeah, and <laughs> that was probably one of the best like collection of artists mm-hmm. this this year for sure. I mean, it had everybody on there, like, and it brought something different from each artist that was on there too. Yeah, especially like the baby on the intro. I was like, yes, wow. that was surprising. I was like, yo. I was like, but then when you listen to Kirk, you're like, oh, he can go there. Yeah. So yeah, and then Dreezy still has my favorite verse on the whole album. So I was like, shout out to Dreezy. Uh, uh, next up, my man Sav with "Look Me in the Eyes" too. You know, shout out to my homie Sav. You know, Cleveland representing. Um, I got a deputy with Dep- the uh, the Kenyon EP. <laughs> okay, you finally learned how to say it. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was that was a good EP. Yeah, the Ken- the Kenyon EP. My guy PL. With four four one three seven, you know it's only been out for a few months, but I've I've literally bumped it probably at least five times. <clears throat> Dope. Um, Denzel Curry with Zoo. When that came out, that was another one that when it, when I heard it, I had to run it run it right back. I was like, this just bumped. That would have been on this, my ten. This kid just keeps surprising me and with great albums. Like this, this, he's two for two so far in my book with with albums. Uh. T.I. son, Damani, Time Will Tell. Okay, so I was the only person that listened to that album. <laughs> Isn't it incredible how he yeah. spit? Because, I mean, he yeah. doesn't sound like Tip either. Like, mm-hmm. he's really, really good. Yep. For anybody who thinks that boy playing, he ain't playing. Yeah, I was like, because I remember when it first came out, I was telling people, like, yo, y'all, y'all got to check out this Damani. Like, Damani surprised me. And I was like, and the um, only reason I heard it was because, you know, on uh, <laughs> Shout Out to the Mass, um, uh, when it came out, because you, you know how every Friday I just go through whatever albums come out yeah. on Friday. I just go to Titan to see whatever. So I didn't know it was Damani T.I. So I just thought like I just thought it was rap. And I was like, oh, let me check this Damani dude out. And then I was like, oh, this is nice. And I actually looked at his picture. I was like, oh, that's Damani T.I. son. I was yeah. like, that's when I was like, the fact that I didn't know it was him before I listened to it. And I was like, yo, this makes yeah, me like it even more. solid. Yeah. So uh, Currency and Wiz of 2009. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yes. They said, uh, Currency said in a recent interview the other day, um, they already got the follow-up uh, already, like, locked and loaded, ready to come out. I'm going to ask you this on air. Uh, when they come back, we going? We have to. We got to. I which, think we were supposed to go last time, but you ended up working. I was like, dang. Which, uh, the new album he just dropped the uh, other day, Back at Bernie's, that's fire. Yeah. Back at Bernie's is, is dope. They got to finish it, but so far, so good. And... Another sleeper pick that Brian and I heard. This is my last one, my honorable mention. Jordan Sparks and Elijah Blake with 1990 Forever. He's on his own on that one. Because uh, <laughs> I haven't heard it. It was, so. a, it was just a, a great R&B project to me. And I was just like, wow. So now I'm going to have to cue that up and listen to it um, after this recording. Yeah. Wow. 1990 Forever. I like that list. Because like I said, this year on – People may not realize it. It was a lot of good music this year. Mm-hmm. Like it was a lot of bangers this year. Like I said, Purple Haze too. We just listened to before we recorded this episode, and it was phenomenal thus far. So we just gotta finish that up. 
So, what's our next list? Oh, uh, your, your, your my top, list. Your top Ooh. ten of the decade. This is from 2010 to 2019. My honorable mentions. You got any? You got a four? Cause I only got six. I can I couldn't even. You can't even name four. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll just I, name the six. And I just name my six. If he comes up with like some, he can add that. Okay. In my honorable mentions, I have Cashmere Cat's nine album. Remember, I went to Seattle to go see that show. That's how dope that album was. Uh, Jamie XX, In Color, okay. which is an all-around good album. Maybe because I heard that song with him and Young Thug over and over again. But I think it was Popcorn and him. And yeah. I heard that over and over again to where I listened to the whole album, and it was actually pretty solid. Flying Lotus's Cosmo Grandma nice. was a pretty great album. I'm not ashamed to say I went to this concert. But Lord's Melodrama was a really great album. Shout out to Lord. I like Lord. Me too. Like I said, uh, I got the got the long sleeve <laughs> at the crib. Like I bought merch and everything. I loved seeing her live, and her live performance was amazing. Cardi B's Invasion of Privacy. Okay. And I'm going to tell the story behind this. I usually, like I said earlier, I don't listen to that many female artists. But Josh, a.k.a. Smiles. <laughs> Say, yo, you may want to listen to this Cardi. Straight up, he was like, yeah, you may want to hear, you may want to hear this. <laughs> and it was straight, it was a banger. I was like, oh snap, she actually, oh, she's not just a personality, she could spit. And my last on the list, and this is the album that I said should have been on Punch's list for the Jay Z album, mm-hmm. is Watch the Throne with him and Kanye. That was way yeah. better than four, yeah. four, four. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Yeah. Well, I would say that should replace. Yeah. Four, yeah. Four. Way better. So, my top ten of the decade. <sighs> I already told Josh that this is gonna make a lot of people mad because they're gonna think that I did this just because he passed. But in reality, this album was actually pretty good. We said this on the first episode of the Uncle Urban Podcast. My number 10 is Nipsey Hussle's Victory Lap. Probably one of the best out. I mean, that was the best album that came out last year coming into 2019. Just because, I mean, it's a little more elevated because he's passed, but I would have put that on this list even if he was alive because it was a solid overall debut album. Number nine, Drake's Take Care. Okay. Eight. I didn't do this on purpose. My name is my name, Pusha T. I didn't do that on purpose. Oh, by putting him right, I, right I, in front I of I didn't Drake. put Pusha T on uh, over Drake on purpose. <laughs> it's just the way I made. It's just the way the list came out. I looked at it and I said, "Oh, I didn't realize I did that." Hey, but hey, my name is my name. Got some bangers on it, and I played it through and through probably about like five or six times. Anyway, Black Messiah, D'Angelo, and the Vanguard. Okay. That was a pretty dope album. Six, Chance the Rapper's Coloring Book, a.k.a. Chance 3. Okay. Number five, Solange's A Seat at the Table. I agree with that. Okay. Now, four, three and four is Damn by Kendrick Lamar and Good Kid, Mad City by Kendrick Lamar. Number two is Frank Ocean's Blonde. 
And my number one is this fool watching football in the middle of me giving this list. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be on silent, sorry. And my number one is my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy by Kanye. That, to me, is the... That, to me, is like the pivotal album of the decade. I have no qualms with any of those. Huh? That's a great... That's a it's a great list, sir. When I tell you <laughs> that I sat there, because I, because mm-hmm. first, let me tell you why we have two lists. I, we both were supposed to have two 2019 lists. I thought I said decade. He thought I said just 2019. So we just said, we just gonna give y'all something to talk about. Yeah. Um, if I wanted to add, I can't. I'm not gonna say that whole name, but Billy Billy Eilish's album oh, was actually yeah. pretty solid. Um, I put that on the decade list, so that's like my second. That's like my seventh honorable mention. I mean, speaking of that, Did people you? have gotten really weird since she's turned 18. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're talking about you, Drake. Yeah, people have gotten very uncomfortable. Yeah, like yeah. I don't want to talk about Aubrey like that, but yeah, you getting kind of uncomfortable, brother. <laughs> Cause I know them DMs got hit up at midnight. <laughs> so you're 18. <laughs> he 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 was uh he hit up Tiger to ask him for advice. He had to. Hey hey bro, so how'd you how'd you ooh, go about doing it? Ooh, <laughs> remember that song, song "Stimulated." Yeah. White white van music, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. white. Creeper music for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, speaking of which. Oh, man, what's the name of that uh, Tiger album? I'll put that on the I'll put that on the decade list. Legendary, the new one. No, the uh, one before that. Uh, Hold on. The, I, with the uh, what's it? Was it called Gold? No. Uh, because I think you had me listen to it, and I was like, "Wow, that was actually pretty good." Yeah, Tiger, Tiger, keep a banger. <laughs> um, is it Kyoto? Yeah. Yeah, Kyoto. Yeah. I, I yeah, I'll put that on my decade list. Because I never really thought of Tiger as a big like other than singles, I never really thought of him as like a good album guy. But Kyoto, when you had me listen to it, it was actually pretty solid. Yeah, I was like, cause I was like, he he may not be the overall album gonna give you some stimulating like, oh, well, he gonna give you some bangers. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, sure. if he gonna do anything, <laughs> he gonna give you at least three or four bangers on the album. <laughs> oh man, look, I'm writing off the list just off the top of my head. Black Keys Brothers album. Oh yeah, Akron. Black Keys is from Akron. That was a good solid album too. Yeah, because you know greatness comes out of Akron. That's what that's what Joshua tells me. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, man. Dang, every single man, y'all just y'all just come out the woodwork. Yeah. Golly. Great. Bas- every time. Great basketball players. Great musicians. Great podcasters. Great photographers. <laughs> I pointed right there, like, You know, just just everything, just greatness all yeah, around. Yeah, com- comes out of Akron, Ohio. So, you know twenty, so twenty nineteen. Before I talk about what I learned in twenty nineteen, what did Josh learn? Uh, what did I learn this year? I would say that if I really want something, I just got to put put the work in. If I if I really put the work in for what I want, I can achieve it. If you believe it, brother, you can achieve it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now I know my ABCs. Next time, won't you sing, won't with, you me? sing with me? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I like that. What I learned about this year was the art of what happened. Oh, the hit. We're watching little sports like basketball and football. Dang, hold up. Whoa. But anyway. <laughs> so I'm just learning about this whole business thing because again, I don't like normally talking about everything I do, even though Josh is like, you should. Um <laughs> Y'all thought I had a lot of jobs. He has a lot of jobs. Yeah, I have a lot of stuff I'm doing because, again, I don't want this to be my only avenue. But I'm, everything I do is just to bring it home because, as the motto is, I will let Josh tell you what the motto is. Josh is great at everything. Nah, that's not the motto for me. Uh, <laughs> what's the motto? Go ahead and tell the people. You believe in all all, all your homies. It's about us. It's yeah. making it, yeah. Yeah. Everybody eats, Yeah, man. everybody eats. Everybody eats. So that's why I do everything I do. I want everybody to go We're trying to eat like Zeke out here. There you go. So, but the thing about business. Eat eat like Zeke. There you go. I can't remember that one. But the thing about business that I'm learning about, like I thought gaslighting was just in relationships, but there's gaslighting and working too, where they will like give you these backhanded compliments and stuff like that. But then once you do something good, they come right back with a complaint, trying to drive you crazy, trying to knock you off your focus. And that's the one thing that I've been learning about this year. I didn't even know it had a name until one day I just looked it up because I felt that way in a situation. I was like, wow, I'm working my butt off, but this person's like, but you did this wrong, you did that wrong, and things like that. And it was like, what? So I thought I was going crazy. And again, we always talk about mental health on here. I talk about mine candidly on here so it was kind of putting me in a rut but yeah they were just trying to run me ragged drive me crazy then a lot of other things happened i won't talk about because then if that person listens to it or if those people listen to it they're like it's talking about this some things happened (laughs) to where it didn't matter how much hard work i did it didn't matter how much you know i put into it it was always a problem and you know, I'm glad that situation is over and on the better things. Yeah. But yeah, if someone's gaslighting you, a lot of things I've seen is do not confront the person because again, you're gonna get you're gonna be stuck in that web. So what you do is just find a way to get out of the situation. Worm your way out. Like I said, don't be verbal. Be strong. And like I said, it's not your fault. They just trying to knock you off of your game, mm-hmm. and that's it. So, that's it. That mm-hmm. is how we're ending the twenty last Shy vs. Smiles of 2019. Yep. We are ending it with us basically saying, hey, stay on your grind. If you're not on your grind, get on it. Yep. We working. You working. We all working hard. We all trying to eat. So, I think that's it. We don't have any songs. Nope. See, we don't see we ain't mm-hmm. doing that now. We ain't doing that. You just give me that raw, that real. <laughs> like I said, we're gonna have more we're gonna have more lessons, more blessings in twenty twenty. That's how we doing it. Yep. That's it. Shy out. I'll Smile. see you in twenty twenty. Smiles out. See you in twenty twenty. See you in twenty twenty. All right. Peace. Hey, remember Akron's great. Remember all clips great. <laughs> <laughs>